Whenever you're faced with the opportunity to invest in your business or to make a decision to try something new, do you think to yourself, well, if I knew it would work, I would invest in it. But since I don't know, I'm not really sure how to make that decision. Or have you ever struggled, for example, to make decisions about the messaging of your business or where you want to focus your niche or how you want to package your services or or what you want to charge. All of these decisions can be extremely hard to make because you worry, what if? What if it doesn't work? Or what if I change my mind? Or won't I get pigeonholed if I focus on this one particular thing? I hear that a lot because I encourage people to niche their business and their market and people always say, yeah, but if I, if I niche down and I become like known for that niche, well, what happens when I don't want to do that niche anymore and I want to do everyone else? Will I be able to do that? In honor of today, which I'm so excited to say is our 100th episode. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe I did 100 episodes already. I wanted to talk a little bit about the evolution of even just this podcast 100 episodes later, but also the evolution of my business just in the time that I've been doing this podcast, which has been two years. Gosh, two years. My business has changed dramatically in the last two years. And in the two years before that, and the two years before that, business is changing. So how do you plan things if business changes? If things change, how do you decide what to focus on? That's what I want to talk about today. You're listening to the No BS Agency Podcast. We talk strategies that can take your one to two person branding agency from $5,000 to $30,000 per month without hiring employees or working your ass off. All you have to do is cut the BS. I am Pia Silva. First, I'd like to take a trip down memory lane a bit. And I'll try not to go too far down the rabbit hole of what happened every year of my business since we started. So Steve and I started our business in March of 2011. I'll never forget it because we got married six months later. So (laughs) it is the same year that we got married. March of 2011, we were freelancing. We were charging hourly. I was looking for business on Craigslist because that was all I knew. Steve was doing graphic design by the hour and that was it. We learned about networking a couple months later and we networked to get clients for the next about year and a half. The following year, is when we started to try to sell packaged services. They were still based on an hourly rate, but instead of literally charging by the hour on our invoices, we charged by packaged services, flat rate. That was 2012. At the end of 2012, we had an extra $20,000 in the bank, which we actually didn't have. We just thought we had it because we hadn't paid our taxes yet. Um, We had seemingly an extra $20,000 in the bank. And we decided that we needed to get an office and employees. So at the end of 2012, we got our office 
We moved into the office we're still in today. Uh, We shared it with our friend at the time to make it more affordable. And we hired two employees. And we had those employees for all of 2013 and into 2014. Because of the employees in the office, 2013 was really about trying to get bigger projects. So I worked with a business coach who helped me see how much I really needed to charge. And that's when we increased our prices significantly. I mean, we were charged, you know, I remember that summer we charged 16000 for something and that was the highest we'd ever charged at that point. By the end of the year, we were charging more like twenty. trying to, not getting it, not getting it often at least. So that year we did about $240,000. But as the story goes, into the beginning of 2014, still trying to get those big projects, still had the two employees, we were just going into debt. So March 2014, we were in a lot of debt. Everything was maxed out had to let our employees go. So even though we were trying to sell these big projects and we were closing some of them, it wasn't enough to feed the monster that we had created. That's when we pivoted. We pivoted into the brand up model. We started selling $3,000 one days, $5,000 two days. That next year, the second half of 2014 and the first half of 2015, we did about $500,000. Just me and Steve, just doing brand ups hustling our butts off, but doing brand ups all the time, just making cash and not spending it either because we had no time. After that 12-month period, the middle of 2015, we decided, okay, well, we don't need to make all this money and we want a passive income product. So let's build a boot camp. Let's build a course. And we spent the second half of 2015 like six months, basically not working with any clients. I think we took like one or two clients and we just worked full time building a course. We did it the way you're not supposed to do it. We didn't ask for anybody's opinions. We just built this course and it took us six months to build it all by ourselves. We animated it. We had sound effects. The first iteration of this course was so labor intensive because we wanted it to be so good and so unique and special. Spent six months building it lived off of the money we had made before. Beginning of 2016, we start selling that online course. We don't sell it. We barely sell it. We go back to doing brand ups and I'm trying to sell this course. I spend the first half of 2016 trying to sell the course while doing brand ups and paying, you know, paying ourselves back a little bit and just living. And I spend the second half of 2016 heavily learning and trying Facebook ads spending lots of money on Facebook ads that are not working. So again, like working with clients, but because we do brand ups, we would just do these intensives and then it would be over. And we spent all of the money we made just living and investing in the Facebook ads. Oh, and I wrote my book. I wrote my book in the second half of 2016. I got my Forbes column at the end of 2016 before my book was out. 2017. I spent the first half of 2017 still doing brand ups. I mean, that's the great thing about this intensives model, guys. We were just doing brand ups here and there. And that's what we were living off of while we were trying to figure all this stuff out. So while I was writing my book, while we were trying to figure out how to sell that online course for like a good a good year, we were trying to figure out how to sell that course. The whole time we were living off of doing brand ups with clients here and there, which is such a huge reason that I love this model so much. And I love teaching it to people because it gives you the time and space to actually do other stuff. 2017, my book comes out. I spend the first half of the year 
you know, leading up to the book coming out in March, marketing it and then the rest of the year marketing it and trying to sell the boot camp more. Okay, so I'm selling the boot camp and we did pretty well with the boot camp that year. I don't remember exactly how much we made, but we were we were also making money doing that. We were maybe making like between like seven and ten thousand dollars a month off of the boot camp. So we were also doing brand ups and we had the boot camp. That's 2017. Oh, and we went to Europe for three months in the middle of 2017. So my book came out in March of 2017. In May of 2017, we did five brand ups in a row, all in May. It was insane. We made like $100,000 doing all these brand ups. And then we went to Europe for June and July. And then we came back and we didn't even do any clients in August. Like we planned to not do our next client until September. That was amazing. That was also only possible because of the brand up model. So we had a client booked for September when we were in Europe, which was so cool because we knew we had money to come back to. We had made this money before and we could just check out. I got pregnant in Europe. So we also were like, oh, shit, we're going to have a baby. So we got to figure out some more stuff. I spent the second half of 2017 deciding, decided that I wanted to do like a, a higher level coaching program. So I wanted to take this boot camp, but like add coaching into it to make it more effective and and to make it more valuable. And so I could charge more. I took a program that kind of taught me how to do that. Um, so I spent the, the second half of 2017 and the beginning of 2018, when I was like seven months pregnant, trying to implement that model. And I did. I had this first iteration. It was called Fast Track to Profits. It was this like high level intimate group coaching program that I was trying to do. And I was trying to get it working in a way that it would not require as much of my time to sell it before my son would be born. He was born on April 1st. But before he was, you know, supposed to be born, I wanted this thing to be up and running. And oh my God, did it not do that at all. In fact, as his birth date approached, I was like, this is not happening and I need to kind of end this. So I basically, I I kind of let everybody that was in it, I like let their thing end as it made sense. And then I didn't close anyone else and I didn't bring anybody else into it. And we went back to the brand ups because the brand ups, it was the, the thing that we could always rely on. And it was always easy. It was like, we can just do brand ups, like they make money and we don't have to do that much for them. So I have a baby, 2018. And I take a few months off and then I come back and then I say, okay, wait, there's this other program I've been wanting to teach and I've been wanting to make and it's the Badass Authority Boot Camp. And so three months after I give birth, we decide we're going to implement Amy Porterfield's strategy. I didn't even take her course. I just got this from her podcast. And we implement this like marketing strategy that she gave us like as a free download for three months. And then we did a launch of the Badass Authority Bootcamp in September. And that was like a a $50,000 launch, which was both awesome and also not as much as I kind of needed it to be (laughs) considering how much effort I put into launching it and then how much effort it was after the fact because then I had to build the the course as I had these 50 people going through it for the the next couple of months. So we were doing brand ups then too, right, uh, to pay all our bills. 
but I was also, we were like launching this course and then delivering the course. That was 2018. In the beginning of 2019, we joined Caitlin Botcher's program where she teaches you how to scale up an online course that doesn't have coaching in it. I had a baby. I was thinking, I don't want to do coaching. I don't have time for, like, I can't do that. So I need something that's more passive or something that people can buy and then they do it themselves. So we joined her program and we went all in on it. And we had just moved into an apartment that was bigger and four times the price of the apartment we had been in before. So our our overhead increased substantially at the beginning of 2019. And that's when we chose to join Caitlin Botcher's program and not take any clients for the next three months because we just needed to make this work. So we literally invested by, you know, partially what we spent our money on and partially just by not making any money and just living, we spent almost $100,000 in the first three months of 2019, brand new in this fancy apartment and, uh, you know, going all in on this. And it was just all, you know, basically debt we took on. We we used, you know, all these, I have all these strategies that I use that I like to teach people about. I use interest-free credit cards. I used a line of credit, whatever it was. And we did that for three months. That was scary. New baby, all in. It was scary, but you know, I live on the wild side, guys. So I did that and I practice what I preach, right? I tell I tell you guys, like, you can invest in yourself if you're determined to make it work. And that's what I that's how I felt. It was still scary though. So three months in, and then we did a launch, and it was like wah wah. We did a launch of the existing program. We had thirty thousand dollar launch, not nearly as much as I needed or wanted it to be. And then continued to sell that program. And it did fine. It was doing okay, but it wasn't doing great. And so we went back to doing brand ups again. I think we did maybe like four of them. And that was it. I mean, that's the, again, great thing about the brand up was like we did like four clients and that made all that $100,000 back. So, you know, by the end of the year, we had made quite a bit of money and, you know, we were kind of like back at not zero, but not that much above it. But we had done all this investing, so it felt good. At the end of 2019, I launched a different kind of group program, trying out something else, which was like 10 people in a high-level mastermind for the year. It was called Leap. And it was all about building authority. And it was awesome. Like I got my group together. It was going to be like ongoing revenue. We were still doing brand ups here and there. And I got this great group. It was all exciting. And then COVID hit. And a couple of people dropped off. And then luckily, we did a few more brand ups because even though COVID hit, we still had clients. And 2020 just kind of like everybody knows, like I wasn't even pushing stuff. We were just like trying to skate by in 2020. And at the end of 2020, we looked at everything and we said, what do we want to do? What do we really want to do? And we realized that what we really wanted to do was pivot and teach branding agencies, our model, because we had been talking about that for years. I gave a speech at YouGurus in September of 2018 uh, to a room full of agency owners. And I told them, I like, who here wants to learn this model? Like, who would join me so I could teach you exactly how we do this? And everybody's hands went up and all these people were like, I can't wait to learn this. And then it took me three years to actually say, okay, we're going to pivot and we're going to go all in. So at the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021, I joined a new program 
teaching how to actually do the exact coaching model and training that would give the most value to all of the people in it. And we rebranded and we completely focused on this group, you guys, the No BS Agency Mastery Model. And it took me a full year because I launched, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. Right after COVID hit, I launched this podcast, the Show Your Business Who's Boss podcast in May of 2020. I had been planning to do it already. I had been planning since December to do it. That was my launch date. I did it anyway. And it was great. I had never done this before. I learned so much. I'm embarrassed to listen to the early episodes. But it took me a year from the time I decided to pivot and go all in on No BS Agency Mastery. It took me a year until one year later, January of 2022, to rebrand this podcast to the No BS Agency podcast, which is what I should have rebranded it to a year ago, but I just couldn't do it. It was like, it was hard. Change is hard. And that brings us to now. Now, why did I tell you all of this? Because I could not have anticipated any of that, you guys. I could not have anticipated any of it. And it might sound like I was kind of chasing shiny objects, but if you look at each of those projects, they were each kind of pivoting and building on the last. So at each stage, I was taking what I learned from the last one and kind of trying to improve upon it. Now, there probably could have been a straighter line if I had made some decisions earlier, but I don't know how I could have possibly gotten to the point where I would have had the guts to go all in on such a narrow niche and build this whole program. The program that I run now, the Nobius Agency Mastery Program, is so robust and so organized and thought out in a way that none of the ones before could have been. I could never have done it like this if I hadn't done all of that. There are so many moving pieces behind the scenes. You have no idea. And it and it's been a cha- you know, a huge challenge for me to do, especially because I want everything to be perfect. <laughs> so it's even more challenging when you want everything to be at the highest level. It's just not possible all the time. But I will say that all of those steps and I really wanted to share how many different things I tried and learned from. And a lot of them did well, maybe not as well as they could have. Some of them did fine. I didn't go into all the details of all the things I did while trying those things that totally failed. You know, the investments I made that just didn't work, the people I hired that just didn't deliver, like the the marketing strategies I tried that just nothing happened from. But believe me, they're all, it's there all along the way. But it all brought me to the place where I could go all in on this program. And this program would not be what it was if I hadn't had all of that experience in so many different ways. Hey guys, I wanted to jump in here really quickly and ask you for a big favor. If you love this podcast, if you love this episode, I would be grateful if you would share it with a friend who would benefit or better yet on Instagram in your stories and tag me at Pia Loves Your Biz. It really is the best way for others to find out about the show and I thank you in advance for your help. All right, back to the episode. So I started this by saying, you know, if you are making decisions about what to do in your business, and it can be really scary to make those decisions 
when you feel like, well, it's a big risk. It's a big investment. What if it doesn't work? I would offer you this instead. Things are always going to change because if you are always looking for ways to improve and make things better, make things better for yourself, make things that you create better, you become more skilled, you become more expert, then you're always going to see opportunities to evolve as you move forward. And that's where the change comes from. Success is not a straight line. My financial and emotional and like, you know, acquiring of skills success, like all all the different things that ways that you might want to measure your own success, they've all been going up this whole time, but it hasn't been a straight line. They've been going zigzaggy, up and down, up and down, backwards and all this stuff, but generally going up. (laughs) That whole story, it was going up. It doesn't feel like a straight line. So when you look at your opportunities in front of you and you go, I'm scared to do that because it might not work. What I would offer you is even when it doesn't work, it works, right? Because it's not about getting there tomorrow or like in the next few months. It always feels like that. It feels like that to me too. But really, if you can just get there in the years to come and have everything that you want and build something you can be excited about and proud of, no matter what you choose to focus on, it's gonna get you there eventually if you just stick with it. If you're willing to try things, that's where the gold is. I I love bringing up this quote. I think it's Michael Jordan, but I really don't know. He said something like, you know, the reason, this isn't even a quote. He said something like, the reason that I've hit more three-pointers, I don't know, I don't know basketball, Uh, you know, very impressive shots um, in the basketball hoop. The reason I've hit more than anybody else is because I've also missed more than anybody else. You know, this is the quote. You miss a 100% of the shots you don't take. And so if you think about your business and you think about it as like shooting hoops and taking shots, it's like if you aren't willing to take any shots, you're never going to make the basket. But if you're willing to take shots and know that some of them are not going to hit and that's okay. But in the meantime, every shot you take, even if it doesn't hit, it's not like basketball in the sense that even when it doesn't get exactly what you want, it still gives you so much, so much value. Every experience you have doing anything in your business, if you're hungry to learn and you're hungry to implement, it is going to make you so much more powerful in your business moving forward. And it's going to set you up to do things and you don't even know what those things are. But I promise you, if you take those shots, you'll be setting yourself up for something greater in the future. Five years ago, I would never have thought that I would be doing what I'm doing right now. Wasn't on my radar. In fact, I really thought to myself for a long time, I was like, I'm not a coach. I'm not a good coach. I shouldn't be coaching people. And you know what? Here I am absolutely coaching people. And you know what? I'm pretty damn good at it. And it's not because I'm naturally good at it. I'm working to be good at it. And I've done a lot. I've had a lot of practice. I've had a lot of practice because I was willing to put myself in a situation where I was trying it and learning and doing over and over and over again for years. So if you accept that things will change, they should change because you change and you're always hopefully changing for the better and to better yourself and your environment and your your lifestyle and situation. If you're always looking for those opportunities, things are going to change. So just let it go. 
You know, you can't control it. What you can do is focus your energy on what's right in front of you right now and give it your all and bet on yourself. Bet on yourself over and over again and be okay when it doesn't work completely out every single time. Because if you do that, your line will always be going up. Not in a straight line because nobody's goes up in a straight line. And if they tell you that, they're lying. But it will go up. And going up means going closer to your goals. And guess what? Your goals might even change. And it still doesn't mean that you weren't going towards them. Because, you know, maybe this is kind of woo-woo-y, but I'm not woo-woo-y, so I don't think it is. Even when you do things that take you in one direction only to find out at the end of that path, oh my gosh, I should have gone in a completely different direction. You know what? That's probably what had to happen for you to figure that out. I mean, it is what had to happen because it's what happened. So don't live any life with regret. Make bold choices. Do the scarier thing. Bet on yourself. Go hard. Focus on the thing you want right now. And be okay if you have to course correct or change it or shift it later. As long as you're building your own skills as an asset, you can't go wrong. I think part of the reason that it seems like I tried so many things over the years is because every year Steve and I sit down and we assess our life and we assess what's going on and we, we look at the previous year and we say, what, what did we love about it? What do we want to change? What do we want more of? We dream big. We say, what do we want our life to look like in the next 10 years, five years, three years, one year? And so we always put these big ideas in place and then we're like, okay, let's go get it. And so each year when we do that, we like come up with a plan and then we attack that plan all the way, as you can hear. And, you know, sometimes it's been more successful than others. But as I hope you can also hear, it's all been successful because it's all led us here. And we couldn't have been here. We couldn't have arrived here where I'm so thankful that I get to run this amazing program with such incredible people every single day. And Steve gets to be a full-time artist. How cool is that? And by the way, I'm not trying to say like, oh, I'm here. Believe me, I have a laundry list of things I'm trying to do (laughs) in the future. I've got a book full of ideas. So this is not the end. This is like part of that story. This is like part of the big picture story like building this program. This has been that. And I'm in this program for the long term because this program is kind of, it's like the brand up. The brand up, we we keep doing. I just did one this week. Now this program will go alongside the brand up and be part of that thing that we, we never stop doing. Both of them will allow me and give me the space and money and time to do some other big things that I have in mind in the future. So I'll share some of that sometime in the near future. But for now, I thank you so much for listening. I hope that I gave you guys some insights into what it could look like to run your business and what you could do, especially if you built something like the intensives model that we teach. And thank you so much for listening and being here for my hundredth episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll be back next week with more no BS tips for your agency so you can find more profit, ease, and freedom. The No BS Agency podcast is produced by Yellow House Media. Coordinator is Lou Blazer. This episode is edited by Marty Seafelt. 
creative direction by Sean and Tara McMullen. Our theme music is Knock 'em Down by The Shrugs. 